Welcome to Just the Nobodies, and today we're going to be talking about a crazy Spider-Man theory. If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button, and while you're at it, please hit the like button. And also comment what you want us to talk about next. Let's get into it. As we know, Peter Parker is one of the biggest superheroes on the planet with the biggest movie, approaching the biggest movie of all time. And with Spider-Man No Way Home, it answered a lot of questions that a lot of us had. We found out that Aunt May is basically like Tom Holland's Uncle Ben. As he, she said, the infamous line, With great power comes great responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. And we learned that Oscorp doesn't exist in the MCU because Norman Osborn actually said that Oscorp does not exist here. But there's one question that Spider-Man No Way Home failed to answer, and that is when, where, and how did Tom Holland's MCU version of Spider-Man get his powers? And I think we may have just figured out how. So to start this theory off, we have to go way back to Iron Man 2. As we see every year, the Stark Expo is held, and this convention is where all the top scientists and tech companies come together and showcase their greatest inventions. It's ultimately where Tony Stark shows like all his new things that he's making. And as we see in Captain America the First Avenger, we see Howard Stark hold the first Stark Expo. And now Tony carries the tradition every year in holding his own Stark Expo. Yeah, so at these Stark Expos, we see like the greatest technology, right? All the new advancements. But we see how Tony's showing us all his good things he's created. But Tony, as we know, is responsible for a lot of bad things in the MCU. Yeah, unfortunately, he did do some bad things. As we see that Tony's responsible for villains like Vulture. In Spider-Man Homecoming, we see how Tony takes away Adrian Toomes' job and makes Adrian Toomes become the Vulture out of revenge. Because Tony took away his livelihood. <laughs> We also see how Tony is responsible for Mysterio. As we see in Spider-Man Far From Home, Quentin Beck talks about how Tony Stark embarrassed him while Tony was giving his speech about barf technology in Captain America Civil War. Quentin Beck was embarrassed how Tony Stark like took Quentin Beck's holographic technology and basically made a joke out of it, changed the purpose of the technology, and he named it barf. It's funny how in Civil War, when Tony's giving the presentation about barf, nobody really laughs. But then in Far From Home, we see it from Quentin Beck's perspective, and the laughter is super barf. loud because he's so Embarrassed. And lastly, we see how Tony Stark tried to create the armor around the world where he had all his Iron Legion go around the world and do the Avengers job. But as we see in Tony Stark fashion, it actually created another villain. He created Ultron. And we also see how dangerous Ultron is, especially what he did in What If. Like how overpowered he could technically become. Okay, he literally cut Thanos in half. <laughs> we also see how Tony's dad, Howard, was just like Tony. He's trying to innovate, make the future better, try to bring the world peace. Even later on, after Dr. Erskine died, Howard Stark actually tried to make his own super soldier serum, but failed. Wait, I didn't even know Howard tried to recreate it. Yeah. So what if I told you that Tony Stark is the one who gave Peter Parker his powers in the MCU? So in the Ultimate Spider-Man comic, Spider-Man and Miles Morales both get bit by a radioactive spider at Oscorp. We all see how Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man actually got bit at Oscorp as well with a radioactive spider. Okay, I know for Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, he got bit at a field trip. But for the most part, all the versions of Spider-Man get bit by a radioactive spider at Oscorp. Yeah, it seems like Oscorp's always the reason why all the Spider-Men get their powers. But as we know, in the MCU, Oscorp does not exist. In Spider-Man Only Home, Green Goblin says he went to his house, someone else is living there, and in this universe, Oscorp does not exist. Yeah, when you think about it, if there was an Oscorp, Peter and Aunt May would have just told Norman that, yeah, there is an Oscorp. And even based on interviews with Kevin Feige, he even said he did not want to MCU Norman Osborn yet. Yeah, so basically saying there is no Oscorp right now. Kevin Feige, the boss even said no Oscorp right now <laughs> and since Oscorp doesn't exist it would make sense that Stark Industries is the leading laboratory that made the radioactive spiders along with gamma radiation as we see the Hulk has it in the MCU it would make sense since all like the leading technology companies and all the greatest inventions are at the Stark Expo that the radioactive spiders should be there I mean when you really think about it the Stark Expo is like the biggest science fair in the world so why wouldn't there be radioactive spiders as we see how Tony invests in other creators projects like he did with Quentin Beck he literally got barf from Quentin Beck and it would make sense that Tony would be 
interested in radioactive spiders. Especially how Tony's all about advancing humanity and how his dad was so obsessed with the super soldier serum, it would make sense that he would be obsessed with these radioactive spiders that have the possibility of giving someone powers. And Tony knows that if they ever needed more superheroes, it's worth having these radioactive spiders that potentially could give people powers. I mean, it does really fit in with his armor around the world idea. It's just with radioactive spiders. Now, this is where the theory comes together. So when we look back at Iron Man 2, we see a young boy wearing an Iron Man helmet and he puts out his hand as he's about to try to attack Justin Hammer's robot. But right before the robot attacks the little boy, Iron Man comes in and saves the day. So John Watson, the director of all three Spider-Man movies in the MCU and Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, actually confirmed that the little boy is none other than a young Peter Parker. It is now canon that the little boy is Peter Parker. This shows that even as a young boy, Peter Parker was brave and fearless, which really fits the idea of Spider-Man. It would make sense since that's Peter Parker as a young boy at the Stark Expo that Peter would continue to go to the Stark Expo every year because you know he's so interested in science. He's interested in Iron Man. I mean, if Iron Man literally saved your life, I think you would want to keep going to the Stark Expo. Exactly. So what if years after Iron Man 2, Peter Parker actually got bit by a radioactive spider at another Stark Expo? Even in Spider-Man Homecoming, you can tell Tony Stark has been monitoring Peter's every move. Tony was definitely watching Peter Parker before Civil War because even when he's talking to Natasha about getting help to find Steve Rogers, he goes, I know someone in Queens. And Tony knew to go to Peter Parker. Yeah. I mean, Tony must have known about Peter for a really long time, especially how he just tells Black Widow, yep, I'm going to Queens. Like, come on, he's definitely been watching him. Exactly. So it shows that Tony Stark knew that Peter Parker's out there and there's somebody that has some powers, right? Because he knows that one of his radioactive spiders got loose. I mean, ultimately, Tony knows that he's responsible for Peter Parker having his powers. And that's why he's so obsessed with trying to make sure that he protects and guides Peter. I mean, this explains why Tony is really like a father figure of Peter, because he knows Tony made a mistake again. Tony keeps making mistakes, just like in Tony fashion he tries to fix his mistake and in this case the way to fix his mistake is to really guide and protect peter tony got super lucky that peter ended up being a good guy yeah so all in all the theory is that tony stark is responsible for peter parker getting his powers in the mcu it's just a theory but it sure looks like it's very possible one oscorp doesn't exist and basically Stark Industries is basically Oscorp of the MCU. Yeah, it would make sense, and it would make the story so much better. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for watching. If you're new to the channel, please hit the like button and subscribe button, and also comment what you want us to talk about next, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you guys on the Tiki Talk. God bless you guys. Love ya.